How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news update for Thursday, no, Friday, October the 30th. We're one day away from Halloween, can you believe it? And I've also got some news to talk about. Let's jump in. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, I really didn't want to cover this again, but it's kind of unavoidable. It's, it's the talk of the town. Uh, CD Projekt continues to be in the spotlight for its practice of crunch culture, and the impetus this time around came from the investor call, led by CEO Adam Kaczynski, and what he said was that crunch was, quote, not that bad and never was. Of course, it's a story that has been picked up by the media, and some people have been crunching heavily, but a large part of the team is not crunching at all since they have finished their work, end quote. I have to point out here that the public-facing comments that he makes are repeatedly contradicted in the internal messaging at the studio. Indeed, after the investor call, Kaczynski sent an email to staff saying, quote, I had not wanted to comment on crunch, yet I still did, and I did it in a demeaning and harmful way. What I said was not even unfortunate, it was utterly bad, end quote. Not to mention, in June, he actually sent an email to all of the staff apologizing to their spouses and their partners because of how little time they got to spend at home, right? So then, so much for crunch being, quote-unquote, not that bad. Either way, the primary focus of the investor call was to discuss the delay of Cyberpunk 2077, which is now releasing on December 10th. And to that, they reassured investors that this was purely a tech-driven decision, and that they could have shipped on the original release date if they only had to launch on next-generation consoles and PC. So they had some optimizing to do. Uh, a number of games have been delayed. First of all, we have Path of Exile, which had an expansion coming out. Uh, they called it 3.13. And originally it was coming on December 11th, which is just one day after the new release date of Cyberpunk. So they have now pushed 3.13 into January, with the intent of keeping all of their schedules the same internally. They just don't want to compete with Cyberpunk. So they're going to start working on 3.14 in the meantime. Perhaps more significantly, though, is Ubisoft, which has delayed Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, both into the period between April and September of 2021. They made that announcement as part of their quarter two financial report, which was largely uneventful for our purposes. Uh, however, they do have a strong quarter three coming up. It's their holiday. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla... Watch Dogs Legion, which is out now, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. That'll bring in uh, quite a bit of cash, I think. And boy, oh boy, speaking of cash, it's financials season, and Activision Blizzard is just showing everybody up with a very dominant third quarter. Their revenues are up 52% year over year, and their net income has almost tripled to $600 million. That's profit, not just revenue. Uh, the main driver behind this was Call of Duty, they're the big reason for the year-over-year -year percentage increases, with the launch of both Call of Duty Mobile and Call of Duty Warzone both happening in the last 12 months. The premium title that comes out every year, Modern Warfare, that did well in its own right, with it now being the highest first-year sales in franchise history. However, putting Call of Duty on both mobile and in a battle royale through a free-to-play monetization model, that did a lot for them. In fact, Activision alone is now up to 111 million monthly active users, which is more than triple than last year. That's insane. Uh, the other two branches of the company, Blizzard and King, not much to say there. They reported their numbers fairly consistently with the last year, so really it was Activision that was driving the overall company's growth. Okay, and the last thing I wanted to mention is that... If you are a fan of Final Fantasy and the upcoming Final Fantasy 16, 
They just released a blog post diving a bit, little bit deeper into what the game is in terms of lore. So feel free to peruse that if that's your thing. I, I will say they did name the, the protagonist. His name is Clive. I feel like it kind of stands out amongst all the other protagonist names they've had. Clive. He also has a younger brother called Joshua and a friend named Jill. So they've gone perfectly normal with these names. It's quite strange. Nonetheless, feel free to, uh, to find out who those people are and, and what the world they're in is like. Uh, folks, before we take it home today, I wanted to do a special Halloween-themed mailbag, if that's okay with you, because Halloween is tomorrow. And to be honest, I don't necessarily have a specific question that I want you to answer. I want you to just kind of throw your Halloween anecdotes at me that are video game related. What's your favorite scary video game or Halloween video game? What's the first game that really gave you a scare? What's that funny story that you've just been waiting to tell about a, a scary video game? I don't know. Give me your spooky stories. Uh, if you'd like to share anything with me, please feel free to DM me. Or the best place to put it is in the mailbag channel of thegamingobserver.com slash discord. That's in our discord server. Because then that way everybody gets to read everybody's answers. Because I can't always get to all of them uh, on the main show. So thank you so much for doing that. And I'll be back tomorrow with, th with that mailbag. Another special show on Sunday. And then back with the news on Monday. So until next time, happy gaming everyone. Hello, TGO After Show. I was just laughing about Final Fantasy 16 right before I started recording. You know, you look at all of the, the character names in the past. I Even just Final Fantasy 15, right? They've got Noctis, Gladiolus, Ignis, Prompto. It's like a very, very fantastical names, right? And then all the classic ones, Cloud and Lightning and Zidane. And then who's in Final Fantasy 16? Clive. What a, what a strange decision. We'll see how it, we'll see how it plays out. You know, I'm not uh, obsessed with Final Fantasy, but I've... I have an interesting history with the series, I think. When I was a kid, you know, my dad played a lot of Final Fantasy, but he never really, like, shared in that love of the game with me. It was pretty sucky. He loved video games, but never, like, played them with me. But anyway, <laughs> I'll... <laughs> I won't be salty about that on this show. But I do remember as a kid him playing Final Fantasy VII, uh, specifically. And that was just a coincidence. Like, I don't think he knew that it was the, the favorite of the Final Fantasies, because he ended up playing a lot of them. But I kind of knew about it anyway. And then I tried to play 1, 2, and 3 on the Super Nintendo as, like, a kid. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't all that interested. And then the other big game was Final Fantasy X, which is somewhat controversial, probably. Some people love it, some people hate it. I loved it as a kid. I had it on PlayStation 2, but I never finished it. And then I played Final Fantasy 13 with Lightning, uh, because again, that's a game that my dad bought. He purchased it when I was like a, a preteen or a teenager. So I tried to play it and, you know, I enjoyed it, but I never finished it. So I've always had kind of this history with Final Fantasy, but it's never been like the franchise, you know? I feel like a lot of us have that one franchise we can go to that's just... If they're still making games about it, then you're gonna obsess over it. And I just, I didn't have that with Final Fantasy. But, you know, now that uh, 15 has happened and I hated it, maybe they can redeem themselves with 16, at least in my eyes. Uh, besides that, what else? What, what did I not get on the show? I didn't put in a snide remark that Activision Blizzard is looking to hire 2,000 people, even though they let go of 800 people just a year ago, two years ago. In one foul swoop, they got rid of, like, 30% of their company or something like that. And now they're like, hey, we need, like, seven times the amount of people we we fired. It's ridiculous. Uh, if you have a PlayStation VR headset, 
It is not going to be compatible with the PlayStation 5 if you end up buying one of those. However, Sony is giving away free adapters. How kind is that? If this were Apple, they'd be charging you like $300 to make that compatible. Instead, Sony is like, here you go. It's quite nice. Yeah, there was quite a bit today. It was interesting. I think the only other big thing that people have kind of been talking about, today at least, is that EA has been, uh, I don't know the correct word for it, but they're in the, the Dutch courts right now with the gambling authorities over there, and they ruled against EA over the FIFA loot boxes. So apparently they're being fined like 10 million euros, which for them isn't a lot of money, but it's going to set some kind of precedent, hopefully. Uh, anyway, that'll do it for today. Don't forget to get in your Halloween mailbag anecdotes, anything that you want to share, whether it's a favorite or a hate or a funny moment, a game maybe I don't know about. I'll take all of it. So until next time, folks, farewell. Farewell.